Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, man. Oh, my God, almighty, man. I'll tell you what, I, would, I, I don't know how entertaining the next two hours are going to be, but that was quite entertaining. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, if you were on the Penta with Columbus and you were the navigator, he may have thrown you over the board. (laughs) Hold on. You know what? You know what's going to really trip you out? I don't. The mic is not working. I'm talking through the regular computer right now. (laughs) So wait a minute. No, no, no. So so you you. You didn't fix it, and you've now destroyed the other mic. Yes. Both of them are done. (laughs) They're done. Finished. Done. Oh, my. Hey, hey, you probably dropped a nice penny for that thing, too, right? Yeah, this was like 120 bucks. Oh, hey, hey, if you can't make it, that's a lot of money for you, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm all pissed off now because you know I got to take this apart and see what's going on. Oh, yeah. No, now you – hey, holy cow, this will be in the shop. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take this apart. See what's going on with it, man. Yeah, I can't believe. Oh it. my god! Welcome aboard, everybody here on the middle. Barrett Brooks, Dan Silio. Barrett, I I threw this off of Xander, and I want to get your opinion on something here. Tyree kills deal yesterday. I found out so many things about how he landed in Miami, but first and foremost, I got a question for you, and it's Eagle history. Do you truly believe that Tyreek Hill, and I'm talking more as a deep threat, not a wide receiver, but a deep threat, you think Hill was more productive than the best years of Deshaun Jackson in Philadelphia as a pure deep threat? I'm not talking wide receiver. I think Tyreek could turn those four little – those four-yard hits runs into or catches into like 45-yard touch. I'm talking just as a pure deep threat. You think Tyreek Hill is had a better career than what Deshaun Jackson was in his heyday in Philadelphia? I do because they changed defenses changed for Tyreek Hill. They didn't change for uh D Jax. They changed how they how they, how they virtually played the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, D-Jax would get open. He would run out of the nine routes, get open. And they would, you know, they would still run regular defense. And that's how he was able to get behind them. With Tyreek Hill and the way he runs, they changed it. You know, you saw how they changed and defended um, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They put two deep safeties. These guys are almost 20 yards back. You know what I'm saying? And that's how they defended the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why they had to change up. And he became more of a guy to, you know, run slant routes and dig routes going across the field and getting the ball to him early. That way he can just outrun coverage. So when you talk about him being more prolific, you got to go with Tyreek Hill because they changed how they defend the entire team as opposed to just, you know, uh, you know, with, with D-Jax, giving him that every once in a while ball that he's going to get to him. They could literally throw three bombs to Tyreek Hill and he would make it happen. D-Jax would get one. A game, he'd make a big impact play one a game. Tyreek can make it three times in a game. 
You know, he has more 50-yard touchdown catches Deshaun Jackson than Tyree Kill does in his career. What would you say? Say it again. Deshaun Jackson has more 50-plus-yard touchdown play yeah, in his career than Tyree Kill does. Tyreek Hill has a young career still. Oh, agreed. I got it. His 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 resume has not been filled out, but right now Deshaun Jackson has more plus fifty yard plays. And I started thinking about him. You know, I remember that Meadowlands play. I yeah. mean, I'm telling you, dude. I mean, this guy. <laughs> hell, he made one last year, right? Yep. yep. He made one last year, if I'm not mistaken, with the Rams. Yep. Yep. And I mean, when this guy gets loose, dude, I mean, and he never not... runs full speed. You never see him running full speed, and he's still running away from people. He can still play now, man. D Jax is one of the rarest guys I've seen play. He's like Dion. Dion never played as fast as he could play. Yeah. He true. just played fast enough. And that's what D Jax did. D Jax never, he never ran full speed, and he was still picking them up and putting them down and leaving coverage. Tyreek Hill. He's got another gear, though. I mean, another gear. He does. He does. You saw it in that game against the Bills, man. He just turned that thing on. Had to win and it. And they knew he was going to do it. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a second and third gear. But, you know, I, I just – because I thought about it last night, Barrett, and I'm like, man, I'll tell you what, Deshaun Jackson in Philadelphia, man, he may have been their, their biggest deep threat that they have ever had. Yeah, maybe in the history of that franchise. No question about that. He is. You know, everybody talks about, you know, they let him go for a song and a dance. That's the what that that's the second worst move that Chip Kelly did. Yeah. The first was 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 um trading Shady. Then and, and it was it's just because he could not adjust to strong minded players. And that was but a don't you want a roster of those? I want a roster of the strong-minded guys. I don't want weak Willie Baker Mayfield. Exactly. I, I don't want apologists. I want guys right. who out there give me results. And it's a result-driven league. So the mere fact that Chip Kelly got guys out of his locker room that he felt that he was intimidated by, not that they were intimidating players, but he was intimidated by them. Djax, say what you want to say. Djax never – said anything to anyone or or, 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 or or was a locker room um, hindrance as far as, you know, getting in trouble with other players. His thing was off the field, who he was around. That was his – that was the only thing that they could say that they weren't pleased with Deshaun with. And his health. Well, that too, yeah, yeah. But he just – I mean, he just didn't he, – he didn't bother anybody. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he hung with his, his peoples, you know what I'm saying? He hung with his – his whatever, his entourage, whoever the, whoever you say they were, they didn't like. He didn't like. No, Chip Kelly didn't like that. Nobody. Man, that's poor coaching. Yeah, that's that's poor coaching, Barrett. Well, you got to say poor coaching for. when you're taking a guy. That that that's why. And again, my benchmark will always be Coach Johnson. He could coach Troy Aikman. He could coach um, Michael Irvin. He could coach whomever Charles Haley. It didn't matter what the personality was. Jimmy knew how to talk to you no matter what you were. And the guys that cookie cut it and say, I have to have a, you know, here, I, I, there was something that was told to me years ago uh, about Dean Smith, the legendary UNC coach. And I had him on my program once. But, and, and I said this to him, Barrett. I go, coach, seems like you always got along with your players. He goes, yes, because I always recruited my personality. If a player had my kind of personality, 
it was easier for me to coach. And I thought about that for a second. I said, can you imagine all the players he missed out on? Oh, no question. Yep. That could have right. went to – not that – then again, that's probably why he only won two national titles instead of having the John Wooden type career right. because <laughs> he coached only his personalities. And I, I like coaches that are, that are versatile in being able to coach everybody. You know what I mean? Well, see, you can't always have the choir guys playing for you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You know, no, sometimes you need the convicts. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Barrett. <laughs> Thank they you, need Barrett. guys Thank like you, you, man. You know what I'm saying? They need guys like you. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, eventually, see, Barrett's coming out of his shell now here. Thank you very much. Okay. But no, seriously, uh, man. My, you know, my daughter goes like this to me. So, Dad, you were a convict? No, no, no. <laughs> No, they just called me and dubbed us convicts. Yes. She's like, oh, that must be really cool. Quite a legacy, Dad. And I go, yes, it is, dear. <laughs> by the way, good morning to you, Mrs. Brooks. I want to start it off here by telling you this. And stop me if I said this yesterday because I can't get it out of my mind. Eight NFL teams don't have first-round picks, and the Eagles have three. Wow. I, 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 just, I just can't stop saying that. Eight well, NFL three. teams, Barrett, will not go into the April draft with a first-round pick, and the Eagles have three first-round picks. Well, that's kind of an indictment on the Eagles, though. I mean, even though it's great that they have these three first-round picks, they have done nothing as of this point to make their team uh, more competitive going into next season. I mean, yes, on the defense side of the ball, they did get a pass rusher slash linebacker. And I like, you know, Reddick. That's a good pick for him. But everything else has been, you know, underwhelming. Wait, can I give you what you're going to go into the 2022 season with? I wrote <laughs> it down here. This was one of the topics. Are you ready? Here's the firepower now that the Eagles are going to go into the 2022 season. You tell me how you feel. Your, your wide receivers are going to be Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Paschal. <laughs> your tight end is Dallas Goddard, and your running back, is Miles Sanders react? I uh, well, we want just like you. You have a problem with mediocrity. Well, that's exactly what we're going to get. A well, yeah, mediocre team. Again, folks, you get on me and Barrett's ass about trying to better the team. Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascal, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Sanders are your offensive firepower with a second-year quarterback, and Jalen Hurts. But then I'm gonna look at Cincinnati. What are they going into the year with? Okay, oh. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and running back, they have Joe Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan. Quarterback, Joe Burrow. Tight end, Hayden Hurst. Uh, just let me know, uh, you know. Give me, give me, hey, give me the Chargers. Here's the Chargers. They're going in. This is the offensive side of the ball. They're going in yeah. with with uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Um, who was the other receivers that they like? Those they two. Like those, those two guys are Pro Bowlers, by the way. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jalen, Jalen was it Guyton? Yeah. Who's a four three guy? Yeah. You know, four two, four three guy. Yeah. Uh, tight end. Uh, and Austin Eckler as their back. Austin Eckler's their back, exactly. Um, at tight end, they got Gerald Everett. All right, he's all right. 
um, Jared Cook, they're probably going to sign back. And Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert, their quarterback. All right, let's go to let's go to Denver. Denver, they got Cortland Sutton, second rounder, very good player. Jerry Judy, first round player, very good player. Um, at the running back position, they got Javante Williams, had a great year last year great as a year. rookie. As a rookie, they still got Melvin Gordon on the um, on Ross, but he he's a free agent right now. Yeah. And then they went out and got Russell Wilson. Dude, they got KJ Hamler also at wide receiver. Another four three guy from out of uh, Penn State. Do the Bucks? The Bucks. They're going into the season with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, <laughs> Russell Gage. A great pickup by them from Atlanta. Russell Gage. That's one of those below radar signings. You know that they have. Um, they got a. Uh, I don't. I don't like Perryman. But then at the tight end position, they got a uh, Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Probably gonna come back, but they got Cameron Brayton, who was actually yeah. a very good court um, uh, um, tight end. And Fournette just resigned. He just resigned. So I mean, it looks like they're pretty good. Oh, by the way, their offensive line. I, and I'm I'm gonna talk about this offensive line because we got Tristan Wirfs. One of the young guys came in and just dominated since he's been in the league. Then we got one of the best, if not the best center in the league, as far as tempo setter and understanding how to play the game nasty. And Ryan Jensen, love Ryan Jensen. And then they that got one kid Detroit. just retired that made the Pro Bowl too. Right. <laughs> yeah, what was he like? Twenty nine or something? He only yep. played like nine years or something yep. like that. So I mean, I mean, Barrett, look. Where's the gamble we we were told at the Combines? Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Paschal, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders. Can I can I really – I mean, I'm going to be honest here. It's cheap. It looks – and by the way, let me do this with respect because these guys are starters and I respect anyone who starts in this league. These guys are good players. But good in the NFL – Get you nine and eight. Well, hold on. Let's go for one more roster who's going all in. Let's How about a roster? Okay, uh, do, do me a favor. Do one that you're picking here that's going all in. And then let, let's do a team that we think is comparable to what the um to 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 what the Eagles are. Give me an all in. Give me all in. I want to hear this all in. This one. is all in. Miami Dolphins. Now we talked about Cedric Wilson being one of the up-and-coming wide receivers. He was in Dallas, became their number two wide receiver. So they go out and sign Cedric Wilson. Then they turn around. They already drafted last year Jalen Waddle. They have Devontae Parker. I don't know if they're going to sign back Will Fuller or not, but you know they go out and invest big money in a starting left tackle to um to the to kid from the, um, the kid from uh, the Saints. Yeah, Teron Armstead to block the front side because you know he's the front side tackle. Yep. So he didn't want anything flashing in his face in the front side, even though he's a left tackle. But remember something. Remember something. Two is left-handed. That's why I said he's the front side tackle. Yeah. Not the back side. He's the front side tackle. And he didn't want anything flashing in his face. That's so you right. go out and get you a big-time tackle on the left side instead of the right side. You know, so they got Teron Armstead. Uh, they go outside him. They got a pretty good tight end of Mike Jacecki. Um, the running back position, eh, they are all right. You know what I'm saying? They got Raheem Moser, 
He played ball. He balled out when he was in San Fran. And we know the head coach, Mike uh, McDaniel, uh, is from San Fran. Uh, Edmonds is pretty good, you know, running back. But, you know, they went out and got guys can come in and play. They're all in. Look at the They added Hill, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and Tyreek Hill. So Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, and Devontae Parker are their four starters. Oh, Alan Hearns also. That's their four They're four starters. In fact, their backup players could come in and start for us right now. Like, you know, Alan Hearns, he can come in and start for us right now. Will Fuller, he definitely come in and be a number one in our house. Um, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. That's a know. great point. Can any of the Eagle starters go into the Rams and start? No. Uh-uh. Could any of the Eagles go into the the wide receivers and the tight ends and the running back go into Green Bay and start? You're not starting over Aaron Jones. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of those because they don't. They don't even. I can't. They don't really even have a one up there, but could any of these guys go up there? Probably Devontae, I'm guessing. Um, can any of these guys beat out Keenan Allen and Mike Williams all right, in Los Angeles? All right, let's, 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 all right, let's do it like this, Dan. We're talking about a team that's terrible. G Meta says that Devontae Smith could start on any team. I don't believe that. Because you think he's good in the run game? Absolutely not, man. I mean, if you've got a balanced football team, you think Devontae Smith is going to throw his bonnet in front of a free safety or safety to try to block you and think that he's going to last 17 games at 185 pounds? you got to have a little perseverance out there, too, for yourself. These guys just aren't big enough, dude. I mean, when you when you have a balanced attack and you run the ball, you've got to do some down-the-field dirty work. The Eagles don't have down the field dirty work wide receivers yet. No, that's don't. That's all they have a down the field dirty work wide receivers. You know, Jay Jaw and all those guys. That's all they do is want to block. I need guys that can catch. I mean, look, I at need guys who could do both, Barrett. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I want my cake and eat it too, big seals, but it's not gonna be like that. <laughs> but look, <hold> on. <laughs> look at yeah, this man. Right. Dan, look I at love this. how you put that analogy of cake in there because I'm starving. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> but Dan, look at this. Now looking at Houston. Houston was terrible. Terrible. But look at their starters. All right. They got Brandon Cooks. He could start for us. Chris Conley. He could start for us. Philip Dorsett. He could start for us. So we're talking about a team that's horrible. That those guys would definitely start for us right now, at this moment, right now. I'm just underwhelmed by this. I'm, I mean, you know what though? Listen, if my quarterback was Tom Brady, these guys are probably going to have phenomenal seasons. Okay, right. my point is, is that Tom Brady, like this, we didn't know who Amendola and Edelman and them dudes were. We had no idea who some of them guys are. You know what I'm saying? I mean. You know, when they first broke onto the scene, I mean, these guys were these guys were journeymen, drafted late, not drafted. So, I mean, but when you have a superstar quarterback and you put that guy under center, these guys are all going to elevate their game. We're still working with a quarterback that has to elevate his game still. You know, I threw this out there, Barrett, and, like, we kind of talked about it yesterday. You know what's funny? I went over everyone, and I asked this question, and I went like this. I said, what what are the expectations for our guy, um, Jalen Hurts, next year? 
And get this. So he went for 3115. I'm going to do this live on the air. Watch this. 3115 divided by he he missed two games, right? Yep. Okay, so we go 15. Okay, that's 200 yards a game passing. That ain't cutting it, friends. You you, you are not going to win playoff games with well, a quarterback you know that, that throws the ball. You're muted, dude. That or throws the ball for 200 yards. We, you don't, I'm muted. Now you, you are. There you go. Um, but look, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I'll say this in looking at Jalen and the way that offense is going to be constructed, they're not going to be as bad as, you know, they look on paper. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I know the streets going to say we're hating on them right now. I'm, I'm, I would say this I, I'm not saying that this team is going to be bad. They're going to be right around mid. I'm not either. You know, but I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying they're going to be bad. I'm right. You said yesterday, Barrett, that you're expecting um, an improvement. Get better. Yes. You're expecting improvement. And so, you know what? So we don't get accused or mostly me. I don't get accused <laughs> of being a hater on Jalen. What, what would be a fair number? What would look 30, 3,100 passing yards. What do you think will be a fair increase? Four thousand. Well, I'm gonna go this. I'll I'll go thirty-seven hundred. Okay. And and I'm also gonna put this in the equation. At like eight fifty-nine hundred yards rushing. Also, I'm gonna ask you about that in a minute. Okay, watch this. Let, let's say sixteen games he plays. Okay, uh-huh. we'll do it by sixteen. You're saying thirty-seven hundred yards divided by sixteen. You're saying two hundred and thirty-one yards passing will be a good enough to win the division. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I believe that's good enough to win a division because when you run the ball, it, it, it adds a, you know, it adds a different, it adds a different, um, it, it adds know. a different element. It well, does add I, a different element though. I'm talking about time possession. And I'm also talking about reps that the opposing offense has on the field. Also, you're correct. That's a different dynamic. It the, the running game keeps the clock in your favor. Exactly. Okay. Time possession will be their friend. But you understand that 230 yards a game is below league minimum. Damn, it is, huh? What's okay. league minimum I mean, like, what, 265? Watch this here. Four, say it's 4,000 yards passing. Divided by – I'm not even giving them full 17 games. You may have to sit. You may have to – you get banged up a little bit. So I'm saying 16. Okay? That's 250 yards a game. That's little bit still under league What is it, like 265? It's like 275. 275? Okay. Watch this here. Let's just do league average. 275 times 16 is 4,400 yards. Okay. He ain't increasing that much. He ain't going to be a 4,500-yard passer this year. Absolutely. With, with he, was Quez a yard, he was a 200-yard passer. You had, you had maybe three or four more catches, man. I, I mean, I could see it, man. With I this group? <laughs> with this group no honestly this is who wait out this is who they are right 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 i mean and i don't want to make up i don't want to make up stuff you know because i could bring other other things into the equation you know from the especially the tight end position because they love them some tyree jackson you know we're talking about a six foot five six foot six tight end converted quarterback who who showed some he showed me in in camp that he could be okay but didn't have a catch during the season so I don't understand that quite as much as um, 
Um, looking at, you know, the other backup, a Jake Stoll, Nebraska tight end, who's more so a blocker. He's a main line, line guy. You know, he's going he's gonna to go out and do the dirty work. And, you know, he may give you a catch here and there. But Dallas Goddard will definitely be that guy. So, hey, I, do I don't me know a favor, he... Xander. Tell me where, or maybe, Barrett, you can look. Where, where did Jalen finish in passing yards? And, 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 and to your point now on running, Baird, I'm I'm looking at that running stat and I'm wondering how important it is to a football team winning a championship. Because I can't think of one guy who had a ton of yardage and it was part of the game that carried a team to the Super Bowl that had 900 yards rushing. I can't think of one. He, he was 21st in passing. Okay, and you yeah. and you think he's going to improve thirteen hundred yards with this group here on what Howie has constructed? I think that's going to be a challenge. Now, do yeah. I think with you he gets better? Absolutely. A year in a system, a year reading, a year practicing, a year watching film. Barrett, your first year to your third year were probably your biggest leaps, right? When it came to yeah. the knowledge of the game, right? Especially yeah. the NFL game. Absolutely. So his will also increase too. He's a smart kid. He understands what he has to do. He understands the deficiencies. Okay. But when you're a one, like Brian Baldinger said here on this network, when you're a one read guy passing for 4,500 yards is going to be quite a task for a guy that doesn't seemingly understand progressions and hasn't since Alabama. Well, you got to look at this also, man. Um, um, you Jalen had thirty one hundred forty four yards, right? He had thirty one hundred yards. Yeah, thirty one hundred. You look at Russell Wilson; he also had thirty one hundred yards. He missed five games, and he missed two. Okay. Um, he missed Jared two. Goff I thought he played, was out for a month with that hand injury. Yeah, that's right. Jared Goff played every game. He had thirty two. Oh, we're comparing Jalen to Jared Goff. But I'm, I'm, I'm reaching, bro. I'm reaching. Okay? I'm reaching. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. By, by the way, I think sometimes I shit on that guy, and he's quite accomplished. Right. <laughs> you know, you and I, I have to remember that because, again, I'm, I'm, at, I'm sounding like some of the people that hate Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, this guy's been a comp. This guy is kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo in a way. You know, Jared Goff is kind of like Garoppolo when he was in Los Angeles. Won games, went to a Super Bowl. I mean. Yep. Wasn't like this guy was like completely terrible. He was just terribly inconsistent. Okay. Now but here, the top, you see, the look, tops. Murray, the drops. Th this is what I, do you know what drops is code for? What's that? Drops is code for excuses. Yeah. Excuses are tools of the incompetent. I don't, I, I don't, don't want to hear nothing. anything about drops. <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying when you look at the top, the top quarterbacks in the league, all these guys are probably, you know, all of them, you know, are in, in the playoffs. All of them are in the playoffs. You know, you look at, uh, the, was it the top? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The top eight guys are all in the playoffs. Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, uh, Matthew Stafford. Patrick. And what were the passing yard numbers? Um, Tom Brady, 5,300. Justin Herbert, 5,000. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 4,800. Patrick Mahomes, 4,800. Derek Carr, 4,800. Joe Burrow, 4,600. Dak Prescott, 4,400. Josh Allen, 4,400. Then you went with Car um, 
Kirk Cousins, he had 4,200. Um, A-Rod only had 4,100. Matt Ryan, 3,900. Garoppolo, 3,800. Mac Jones, 3,800. Kyler Murray, 3,700. Ben Roethlisberger, 3,700. Okay, so what's fair then for Jalen? You're well, saying 37? I'm saying around 37. That's where Kyler Murray is, Ben Roethlisberger, Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence was 3,600. Uh, Carson Wentz was 3,500. You know, right around that area. And I, I believe he can improve. He can improve and get up to right around that area. Simply because, number one, it's another year in the offense. He'll be more adept of, of knowing what this quarterback, what co- his quarterback coach Brian Johnson wants, what his his um, offensive coordinator wants. He's gonna he's gonna be more apt to understand the scheme, and because he's more apt to be better in the scheme, it gives him a chance to open up um, the offense a little more. The offense was stagnant because they ran the ball so much because they were just learning who they were. Now that they know who they are. Not only is another year for Jalen Hurts under this office, but it's another year for the for that coaching staff to know their players also. Yeah, but but see, Barrett, those guys have they have talent around them too. Yeah. What yeah. what the Eagles have here are very young players still trying to find their place in the game. Look, my my opinion of Devontae Smith is I think this kid, I don't, you know what? I look at Devontae Smith and I see him and I, you know, and I'm going to take the Alabama tag off him in the Heisman stuff. I, there's about 10 Devontae Smiths in the league. And I mean, I, you know, can, can, do I think he can elevate? You're not going to elevate with 30. How are you going to elevate with a quarterback that only is going to have a 3,700 yard season? So that's Devontae fair to Smith then. That's fair to say. That's fair to say. Okay, so Devontae Smith with 3,700 passing yards from the quarterback, he improves from 68 catches to what? 85, maybe? And then 1,100 yards? 1,100 yards is 60 yards a game almost. Yeah. Is that really explosive numbers? 1,000 yards in today's NFL? Is 60 yards a game in offense. Is that explosive? Is that game-changing? When you have a guy that you drafted as high as you did, and again, I'm not hating on anybody. I'm asking where the Eagles are going, Barrett, to improve this team this year. Because you said yesterday that you expect improvement. Okay, so Devontae, if you're saying that we're only going to add 600 more yards to the passing attack of – the quarterback, what you got to spread that around the Quez and Pascal. Dallas Goddard's going to get catches because it seems he's turning out to be more of his favorite target. He'll have a thousand yards next year. He'll have a thousand. Okay, he'll have a thousand. And I and I I really think that um, that uh, Smith will probably get close to a thousand this year. He had what he had eight hundred this year. Nine. He had nine like forty five or something like that. He was close. And 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 to be honest with you, he only really targeted him towards the end of the season. Also, you know, he had some he had some plays, man. That just he started finding him more. Right, right. So, you know, just like in the last Dallas game, he wanted him to get that record, so he targeted him. But that might click something in his head, like, all right, if I just start targeting him, 
this guy, he can go out there and help me in my passing game. He went out there and made things happen. See, it's all about learning. You know, he's, he's, you know they have a learning curve they still got to go through. And um, I, you know I'm always the guy. My glass is always half full. Always half full. And I, and I, and I can definitely see Hurts making that change, making that leap, man. I'm telling you. Watch what I tell you. Okay, okay. How about that? And I, I believe you. I, I, I do. I, I, I'm just trying to see where they're getting this offense from. With these names, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascal, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Sanders. I'm just looking at that and going, okay, so Devontae, congratulations. You get 1,000 yards. Sorry, but you're not going to get a pat on the back for that. You were drafted in the first round. You should be getting that. Right. <laughs> Quez has overachieved. I'm good with him. He's your speed guy. Pascal's more of your guy that's going to be in the run block part of this i get that he's ranked 94th though by pro football focus get is this that what he's ranked? rager was ranked higher wow wow and dallas goddard again here's my criticism of, of dallas goddard bro he can't drop one of every three passes thrown to you, you got to be better that's the problem and watch this and do i think all these players get better absolutely because jalen's gonna get better but to be a league average quarterback today, you named all those numbers off. You want to be a quarterback that's going to move the sticks and get past Dallas? Hey, know this. You know who the Eagles have to worry about the most? The Cowboys. you got to be better than Dallas. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be better than Dallas. And right now, I'm going I'm I'm to show you something else too. Barrett, I want to take a timeout, and I was told something, and I want to I add it to how I thought Dak got better and how maybe the Eagles – have really not helped out Jalen more than they could have here. I got some insight here, a little bit more on this uh, Tyree Kill deal here. He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Dan Cilio. Keep it here on the middle, back in three. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. 
or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks, Big Seltz. Hope all are having a great day. Please hit the like button for us here. Okay. We're talking about, again, you know, improving the team and getting the team to where we think they're going to look like this year as they're going to be in a very mediocre NFC. We all see that the AFC is absolutely packed. I'll say this to you again, Barrett. With the talent that they have on the football team here, Devontae Smith, that wide receiver, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascoe, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Sanders – I want to know where a lot of this offense is going to be coming from. Now, to be fair to the Eagles here, what teams in the NFC are packed also? There's not a lot of teams that are no. in the NFC, right? Bucks, Rams. Uh, Bucks, Rams. Not the um, Packers. Packers. Um, I, you know, you look at the, the, there. The, the 49ers, Cowboys. The 49ers are going to be there also. Um, I think that um, Arizona is going to be hanging around that that top level also. So you know it, it's, it's it's once again it's laid out for the Eagles to be successful. It is when you're going through the NFC. It's it's just a you know it's the second best conference now. You know AFC is definitely it's the JV. Yeah, yeah. So especially with our division, it could be kind of simple getting through our division. I mean, you look at Dallas. Dallas isn't the Dallas of old. Dallas doesn't no. have those. I mean, Dallas isn't the Dallas of last year. When I say of old, last year. Last yeah. year, they were stacked. They should have took advantage of that. They were stacked. They had everything at every position. And they just, you know, they, they screwed that up. So going forward, you know, I'm looking at the stream. Yeah, we. I think we are kind of shortchanging um, – the abilities that these, some of these guys like Quez Watkins showed us something last year with glimpse, uh, with glimpses of, of of being an explosive player. He did. I was impressed with him actually last year. So you know, going forward, I mean, you know, it looks like he's only going to get better. So when I look at him and look what he brings to the table, evidently they are not pressed to go out and get one of those brief big free agent moves like everybody else is. So I'm also I saying they like what they like inside that locker room because they're not making any dynamic moves right now, which is can be damning to them saying, all right, you know, we're we're already where we need to be. Or it's just a travesty by that organization thinking too highly of themselves. And they've been known to do that. They've been known to do that. So, you know, they have history of that big seals. They do have history of thinking they were a lot more than what they really are. I think they're going towards a wide receiver in this draft. 
Well, they don't have any choice now. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all laid out. You know, so I mean, we want to go with Trayvon Burks. I mean, Burks is a good player, man. Burks can come in and, and be a dominant player, but is he a number one? I don't know. There's only a couple of number ones I see um in this first round. Do they have to go up and get him? You know, let me look at that, man, because Wait, I, I got the list in front of me here. Drake London, the kid from Southern Cal. Um, Traylon Burks, Arkansas kid. Yep. Um, Garrett Wilson, Ohio State kid. Yep. He's the truth. He's the best receiver in the draft. For How do you me. say that kid from Ohio State's name? Olivier? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Olave. Okay. Olave. Chris Olave. 21. He's ranked or 20, 21. They're saying he's going to go around in that a uh, range, 21st pick potentially to the Patriots. Um, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. Speed those, guy. Those he's are kind of your guys that we're yep. talking about here. So, again, and James, Jameson again. Uh, Williams. What? Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams, too. And I see him playing next year. He's going to play this year. He's going to play this year, man. Look at all these guys that come back. Do you see uh, Matt Corral? They, they say he was tossing that ball around like it was nothing like um, this year. Don't slip on the Eagles picking up a guy like that. They've been high on him for a little bit also. Man. Quarterback Quarter- from Ole Miss? Could you imagine them drafting a quarterback in a wideout? When, when you need – yeah, when you need, like, help all over your defense. Bro, I'm so used to that. I'm getting used to it. I'm understanding it now. You guys, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm used I, to I that. I got to think un, 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 you know, I got to go here. So you like Golden Corral, right? Well, I, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm talking about. I'm trying to prepare myself. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to prepare myself because I understand what the Eagles do a lot okay. of the times. Thank you for so, helping me. Right, because um, they've been uh, like even going out and getting Landon Dickerson. That's a classic. That's a classic um, Eagles move, going to get Landon Dickerson in the first round because, I mean, the second round because they, you know, they value the trenches. I understand that, but there was a big time safety there, big time corner there they could have picked up, that they didn't do it because they don't believe necessarily in going out and getting a middle linebacker or, or drafting a cornerback that high, and and which is. Which is crazy to me, man, because that's been a need for the Eagles for the longest time. For the longest time. So, you know, you had guys that they could go in. Even if Lander Dickerson, they didn't draft Lander Dickerson. They would have still had a good offensive line with the guys they have backing up right now. They were still good enough without Lander Dickerson. They really didn't need – that's a luxury pick to pick up Lander Dickerson. It just turned out that he played one hell of a year and he's a really, really good player. But that wasn't really a need need for us at the time. We have the best coach as far as coaching offensive linemen in the league. He would have prepared whoever to be in that position. You know, it just so happens that Landon Dixon is that guy, and he balled out. So I need to see a linebacker. You know, what? it's almost like you're cussing at me if you say, uh, you know, you're going to you're going to go out there and get a linebacker. Because I know they're not going to do it. It's like you're lying. You know what them. sucks about that philosophy, though? I mean, you 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 eliminate great players making great impact on your team when you when you dis, when you you dis a position. Dude, yeah. how could a 
how, how could a, a, a superstar stud linebacker not help any team? And you just go, well, I get mine in the third and fourth round. You know, you know, he used to have a really whacked attitude. And you know what? Even though it was right, you know, Bill Parcells never drafted a quarter or never drafted a running back in his entire coaching or executive career higher than the third round. What? Ever. They were all free agents, Otis Anderson's, guys like that back in the day. Curtis Martin was banged up at Pitt his, yep. um, his senior year. He, he just didn't believe on spending the equity in the wide in the running back position with high draft choices. That was my same year. We came out the same year. That was my guy, man. Dude, Curtis Martin is like the modern day – well, I would say Frank Gore is like the modern day version yep. of, of what Curtis Martin was. Dependable, showed up every day. Yep. Gave you tough yards, great teammate. Do you know that Frank Gore's third all-time in NFL rushing? I didn't know that. Third all-time. This guy's got more rushing yards than OJ and Eric Dickerson. Not all the re- I mean, he's third only behind Peyton and Emmett. Well, look, he 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 would he just retired yesterday. Oh no, he played 62 <laughs> years. Dude, get this though, Barrett. Frank Gore. Had a horrible Miami career. He was always hurt. You saw the great talent. Yep. He was in the same backfield with Clinton Portis and Edron James. Clinton Portis, Edron James. They also had Willis uh, McGahey also McGahee. was yeah. in that backfield. <laughs> they had all them guys at one time in the backfield. Is that ridiculous or what, man? <laughs> that is unbelievably stupid. I want to give you a little insight here of what happened yesterday and where the Eagles were in the Tyreek Hill sweepstakes. They were in it. Oh, they were in it. I'll show you here. So after the Devontae Adams deal, all of a sudden, Tyreek Hill and Drew Rosenhaus, Tyreek Hill's agent. Let me give you a little perspective on my relationship with Drew Rosenhaus. It's not a great one. Rosenhaus back in the day, and he knows I say this publicly, so I have no problem doing this because I saw it firsthand. So did Gary Stevens. How do you think he got started? Drew Rosenhaus is based in Miami. And this guy used to hang around the University of Miami um, training facility and our, our practice field over at the Heck Center in Green Tree. And he would start recruiting the Miami players. Well, Miami back in those days, they were all first-round draft choices. There were a 1,000 of them. And if you got those guys, the reason that Drew Rosenhaus is spread out is because of his relationship. Well, he used to give money to players, and players would end up working with him and Whatever. I know of a story of a guy who got a brown paper bag with 10 grand in it. Not going to tell you who. The guy looked into it and said over to his coach, you need this more than I do. Just a story of a guy that I may be close to that I know. This guy was a little shady on the rocks. However, I know a lot of people that know him. After the Devontae Adams deal, Rosenhaus and Tyree Kill we're working on a long-term contract extension with Kansas City. They could not come to the numbers, obviously, because of what was going on with Patrick Mahomes' deal. They were informed that they could, during this whole time, that they could talk to teams. Drew Rosenhaus told every team that there is a potential of a trade for Ty- Tyree Kill. He not, it wasn't just Dolphins and Jets. Every football team knew that there was going to be a potential deal because Drew let it be known. And by the way, 
And if you want, Mike Florio just posted that story as well at Pro Football Talk. I heard it last night. Okay, you can go over to Pro Football Talk. It's not just Sill saying it now. Now it's coming out. All <laughs> the teams were informed and the Eagles passed on Tyree Kill. And that's – I don't understand it, man. We, we You're going to go with an unproven – at the wide receiver position where you can go out and get guys and they, they, they missed the, the, the top tier guys already, you know, we're heading into week three and the week three free agent don't look like the week one free agents. You're not going to get those top tier guys cause they're already gone now. And in order to play, you got to pay. So they're not going to pay. So I don't, I, I don't see everything that I thought I was going to see with all I heard from Howie going into free agency right now. I, just I see his it. lips moving, but I don't hear anything. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And so when, when somebody tells me that they're gambling and they're telling me that they're going to be in all these kind of conversations for, they were not, I'm just now going, well, was it too rich for him? Five draft choices and making him the highest paid wide receiver. It was probably too rich for him. He didn't want to do it. So obviously there are purse string limitations, Barrett, on what this guy can and can't do, or better yet, educate me. Unwillingness. That's unwillingness there. Because- now, 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 it, it, now, look, I do think this, though. He's got a plan. But you know what I see Howie having problems with? Deviating and adjusting on that plan. Yeah. You got to move his He state. has set this thing up with all the picks, with all the cash space, and yet when it comes to making a significant move, He's afraid. This guy is afraid to put his job on the line. Well, that's why he's the king of signing one-year deals, prove-it deals. Once you prove it, he'll sign you. He, he's going. He'll definitely a man. He's a, definitely a man of his word. He's going to sign you to a big-time deal if you go and prove that you belong uh, in the organization. But how many guys are going to do that when all that money's getting thrown out right now? All that money's been given to these guys. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, or what direction do you think this team's going to go without the necessary um, chances of going out and get the big name free agents and spending some of that capital you've created. I mean, well, you, you, you've created, you won't touch the cap space. You won't touch your draft choices. You know, you were going to do something with Calvin Ridley. Cool. That would have been a, even though I went like this, when I look at Calvin Ridley, you know, the wide receiver guys are pretty much uh, snowflakes anyway. You know, they're kind of weirdo guys anyway in today's game. So I'm yep. like this Barrett. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm all, all right. You know, wide receivers are kind of weird. They're like kickers a little bit. So I'll, I'm all right with all that. You know what I mean? As long as you produce 1300 yards, I'm okay. He's a Bama guy. Go along with jail. All that. Okay, great. But I'm looking around the room and I'm going, and I see this starting lineup here, and I'm going, listen, I I don't want to come off as a hater. I want to know where everyone's seeing this incredible improvement. Now, is it because the rest of the teams in the NFC have gotten weaker? Dallas is weaker. Packers are weaker. Um, The Buccaneers, I think, are going to be okay because of Tom Brady. There's some things that they lost in their old line, but I think they're going to be right there again. The Saints are weaker. Even though they bring in Jameis back, 
they're probably going to be a lot better than you think. Trust me. You watch that team win some ball games with Jameis Winston down there. They're oh, going question. to win some games. They did um, lose their safety, though. So what? Their left tackle. They, lost their, they lost their safety and their left tackle. But other than that, that team's pretty much intact. But 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 know this, Barrett. The teams in the NFC are all not intact. Right, exactly. So, I mean, that's exactly. what's going to keep the balance on it. Now, look, do I think a team from the NFC wins a Super Bowl? Rams or Bucks could probably compete with one of those upper-tier teams in the AFC. And plus, the AFC teams are going to be beating each other up. Well, now, what do you think about, you know, Green Bay? At this point, Green Bay, with them losing um, Adams, you know, where do you think they rank right now? Is that mu- is that so much? Of- I mean, they're going to lose their running back also. You is think Aaron that- Jones is leaving? Oh, yeah. He's got to – I mean, that's – that's 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 money they don't want to pay. You leave you lose Aaron Jones and Devontae Smith, it'd be the same equivalent when Ben lost Devont uh Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Yeah. Okay. When those two guys left Ben, Pittsburgh became mediocre. I mean, honestly, right? You can't lose a guy with fifteen hundred yards and rushing and seven fifty and receiving and Le'Veon Bell and then turn around and lose a guy that's a 100-catch guy every year and 1,300 yards and receiving and think that's not going to be an impact on your team. I mean, that's 4,000 total yards that you lost from Ben Roethlisberger's Pittsburgh offense. So that was a catastrophic disaster in Pittsburgh and why Pittsburgh's where it is today. Let me see where they, uh, the Packers restructure Aaron Jones' contract, $3 million in cap space ahead of Devontae uh, Adams' decision. All right, so they restructured this deal, so he'll be back. Okay, uh, losing Devontae Adams, um, I don't know how catastrophic because Rodgers is so gifted. And in that division, I'll tell you what, the Vikings, in my opinion, will be better this year. I think the Vikings, dude, I love that Davin Cook kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's back now. Dalvin Cook is that work, man. And, you know, look at the receiver, man. I mean. A Jefferson? They, yeah, he, Jefferson is still that guy. The Philly Nightmare is what I call him. <laughs> I call him the Philly Nightmare Jefferson. Because can you imagine Jefferson and Devontae Smith? No, I don't want to. I mean, instead, <laughs> it's Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins and Zach Pascal. Right. <laughs> right? Come on, man. Come hey, on. No, look, I, no, I don't I even want to talk about that because, you know, because – I can remember when I was. Dude, I was am I sounding like I'm hating when I'm just reading the facts, bro? I I can remember that draft date. I'm I'm sitting there. We're doing a draft show, and I'm sitting in front of my computer, and I'm talking to Ray. I'm talking to Seth and Barkan as I do it. I said, "All right." I, I told, "Hey guys, it's an automatic pick. You know, they don't even have to think about it. You know, you look at the sheet. Justin Jefferson sitting right there, right there. Um, it's it's." You know, it's without a doubt, they're picking up Jeff- Jefferson. I was like, oh, who? I cannot believe they just did this. They didn't pick up Jefferson. Jalen Rager. I said Jalen Rager was my he – was, he was a late second, early third pick for me. What college did he go to? TCU. I said he was the other guy in the Big 12 that nobody really talked about. He was more I of can a – I name you five wide receivers that have come out of LSU and have been stars. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Stars. My chances of failure with a wideout from LSU is slim. Right. Dude, I would have said, okay, when you're a wide, t- Alabama or LSU, pick your poison. 
Right. When right. you get guys out of those two programs right now. Or Georgia, anywhere in the SEC. A&M now, you're starting to see him with uh, Mike Evans. Yep. Um, I guess McMullen says um, DK Metcalf, trade value. He says he's a top 18 to 20 guy. My problem with DK, but here, see, DK Metcalf could be good in this offense because to Barrett's point here, this guy blocks in the run game. Yep. I don't want like, Tyree Kill could not have fit this system because if you're trying to build what see, you're talking about cake and eat it, right, Barrett? Look, what we're saying here is well, if you're gonna build a style of play around Jalen Hurts and you want that running stat to matter, you know that running stat that you said that 900 yards it matters? Well, it has to matter then when you're constructing the offense and you've got wide receivers that are blocking down the field in the run game, that matters. You're right, Barrett. I want my cake and eat it. I want guys who can make plays and blow people up like that kid, A.J. Brown, or whatever his name is in Tennessee. I want that kid, man. You're muted. D.K. Metcalf is six foot three, 230 pounds. Six foot three, two hundred thirty pounds. Come on, man. You look at um, you know a guy that um, that I think is flying below radar, and I think the Eagles are in the process because they worked with this team before on several occasions and brought guys out. In fact, they just got Howard from um, from there, the Miami Dolphins. I really think that Devonte Parker is going to be somebody they're going to try to go and 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 pick from that tree, you know, because right now they got an embarrassment of riches. They got they just signed Cedric Wilson, just signed Tyreek Hill. They already have Jalen Waddle. I can't see Devontae Parker staying around. And plus, you know, he's going to be up for a contract in a little bit. I think he's tradable. He's a tradable commodity right now. He that did. I think the Eagles are going to try to bring him in. You do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I tell you. I'm losing confidence in you over that mic. I'm not losing <laughs> confidence in your football takes, but I'm losing well, I mean, very, I'm losing, I'm losing a lot of confidence in you, dude. I think he could be a number one in the Eagles offense. He's shown some ability to, to really make something happen. He's six foot three, two hundred ten pounds. I remember when he came out from Louisville. You know, so he he could he's he's hurt the Eagles every time we played them. Also, he's hurt them every time we played them. Had huge games. One game he had hundred and hundred eighty yards by himself. So he's killed him. I, I see Devontae as a guy that they're trying to trade for. And it won't be the it won't be like you got with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill a one, a two, and a three. And then next year, what is what was the deal they got for him? Tyreek Hill for Tyreek? Yeah. One, Tyreke two, three, two. four, and a five and a six. I think there's five picks. Yes. And 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 the contract. One, two, three. I just right there. One, two, and three. Miami is going all in. For 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 a tour. Here it is. One, two, four, five. One, two, four, four, six. One, two, a four, a four, and a six. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's almost that's almost like uh what uh what 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 the Saints did for um for the runner for that running back. They gave up all all ten of their picks. Ricky Williams. Ricky, yeah. I mean that's that's almost the same deal. A one, two, a four, a four, and a six. So you think it's too rich for Howie? Way too rich. That's way too rich for Miami. I don't know what the hell they were thinking about. 
You want to hear he be crazy? that much of an impact on this team? When you have Jalen Waller there already, Cedric Wilson there already, Devontae Parker there already, there's not enough balls to give around. And you're saying this guy is worth a one, a two, a four, a four, and a six. And the money. Ooh. And the money. And the contract. $75 million. See, I'm going to agree with you. You know what I think this is? I think this is a um, – I really think this is the owner. Yes. The owner trying to be like, all right, see, I'm trying to win. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to do this for the NFL, probably for that case he's got going on. I'm trying to win. What are you talking about? I, I, I try to pay you not to win. See, I'm trying to win. See how much in contracts I just gave out? They're just throwing money out. They are. Miami. I, I, Barrett, you know what? One, two, four, four, six, plus the contract. Too rich for my blood, too. I'm, you too know what? I'm not, I'm not giving up all that for Tyreek Hill. I'm sorry. No. I'm not. Okay, he's going to, have to I'm play giving all that up for Devontae Adams. Yeah. I'm giving all of that up for Cooper Cup. I'm giving all of that up for production. Tyreek Kill to me, okay. I need to have a DK Metcalf on the other side. Yes. If I'm and, and, and right now Miami has, and you know what they're doing? They just put two in the hot on the hot seat. Son, yes. he's the fifth pick. If you can blow out Baker Mayfield, who's the number one overall selection, you could blow two out of the out of water, too. Tucker Viola has not shown me anything yet. He's winning games. Is he going to get better? Here's also an issue with him. Dude, that guy's got to stay out of the tub, too, man. Because yeah. that's part of the evaluation, too, right, Barrett? Availability yep. and durability are also part of this whole sequence here and how you look at a player. That's I mean, that was one of the things the with Deshaun Jackson. Jack yep. Jackson would go like this. He'd catch one of them 50-yard passes, and he'd miss the next three games. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that, bro. Absolutely right. Devontae Smith, the Quezer, the Zacker. I tell you what, we got some really fancy names, Quez and Zach. I mean, it's like Dallas. <laughs> Well, it's like a it's like a cowboy movie. <laughs> Milo? Oh no, Miles. That's right. My I thought it was Milo. My, my bad. I wrote my Milo down for whatever reason. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> so here's the way we have Milo, Dallas, Zach, Quez, Devante. Yeah, it's like a cowboy movie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, man. Um, I got it. I thought was going to be okay. And he turned out to be just a practice squad guy was John Hightower. I thought he was going to be that work, man. You know, he, he's, 
his rookie year, when they first, him and Quez got drafted in the same year. And it started out that John Hightower got most of the reps. He's, he's six foot one, probably 195 pounds, and had a little speed. Quez was the guy that was the breakout player. I knew Quez. Quez ran a 4-3 in the combine. So I knew he was just, you know, he was going to be a guy that was going to be super fast. Can't coach speed, man. No, you can't coach that, you know. <laughs> but John Hightower, I thought he was going to be okay, man. I thought he was going to come out of shell and be an impact type of player, man. He, But he showed me nothing. He couldn't even get off the practice squad. I got a question for you here on the other side. Which one of these guys you think has the breakout year with, you said yesterday, the great and massive improvement from Jalen Hurts. Yes. Big fella, I'm holding you to this now. Oh, you say that he okay. You can write it down, take a picture. <laughs> let's, let's do this on the other side. He's Baird Brooks, Dan Cilio. Keep it here on the middle back at three. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks, Dan Stilio. You see Eric Sprolstra and uh, Jimmy Butler get into it last night? Yeah, I did. I saw that. Loved it. Loved it. I mean, it just shows the fire of a team, man. That's what you want. I man, mean, see, I love – you know what, dude? 
you and me see it the same way, and you see the turd media people see it in con. I they see it as conflict. I if I'm on that bench, I'm I'm going like this. Hell yeah. Well, see, I mean, it's it's, it's that time. It's time to go into the playoffs. It's time to get ready for playoff basketball. And if if something's not going right, you got to fix it right then and there. You can't be waiting around. And 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 you know, coach is like, look, I'm coach, man. You know, and whatever I say, go. You can't just be sitting back, you know, just letting anybody say anything. And you know, Jimmy Butler's one of those guys, man. He's always fiery. He wants to win. So you got to take the good with the bad that comes with him. He wants to win so bad in spite of everything. And I can't be mad at that. Then you got to, you know, you got guys on the team that, you know, been around for a long time that, you know, they got some, vo- they voiced their opinion also. So stuff like that happens all the time, bro. Man, look at this guy. Thank you so much, dude. This is Appreciate great. Appreciate you, bro. Man, sub guys. For D. Parker Eagles should give a fourth rounder next year, but possibly turn into a third rounder. And he plays at least 70% 2022 season for the next upcoming NFL draft for 2023. I, I love it. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. He's man. worth it. In fact, wait. thank you. I, yes, sir. 50 bucks. <laughs> I'm in, man. No question. Hey, that, that should be going towards your vodka, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Do you got that mic going? Yes, I did. Yes, How I did. did. Wait a minute. Wait, you're not getting over like that. No <laughs> way, dog. No way. How'd you get that bitch working finally? Now, folks, just so you know, for the Alexander, what, last three days, we've been watching the comic scene yes. going on here, and this guy cannot fix a mic. He was on his computer mic for the first hour. How'd you fix this thing? I, you know what? I didn't. All I did was um, I, I I I hit I hit the button, uh, on the screen, and when I the hit button. it, this thing turned on. <laughs> the 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 um the same button I was hitting, but when I turned my computer off, that's why we, folks, that's why we were uh, so late, you know, getting on today because my computer I had to restart reboot my computer. When I rebooted, I guess it 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 um it, it recognized this this mic, so uh-huh. now it's working now. You know, so my. My Oski Woski, this this man, it, it was on his last leg. That's why I had to switch up, you know. So I couldn't, you know. It was it was it was like the back of it. If I hit it, it would mute me. It would mute everything on the thing. So you know, I talk when I talk. I use my hands. I kept hitting it. So I think I kind of messed it up on the inside. So now it's you know had to change it up. Okay, so right, Philly <laughs> Philly point five zero. Just push the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're talking to me about pushing buttons? Dude, man, you should see Xander try to hook shit up with me. I'm going like, bro, I have no – Turn it – and you know what he starts doing too because he's sometimes an ass bag. He'll start doing this. What are you doing? You're so damn stupid with this. And I'm going like, I have no idea what you're talking about here, guy. You're talking to me about fonts? Bro, Dude, if I can't eat it. I don't know what you're talking about. No question, bro. I mean, yeah. we. I logged on ten minutes earlier today. I was you on did. ten minutes earlier, and we still were. We still were two minutes, minutes late. late. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Mom Brooks. I gotta tell you too, man. Do me a favor. Send them for Christmas a book on computers. But then right. you don't send me one too, though. What am I talking here? By the way, your mom is dope, man. She came on yesterday, and she. Supported my show. I love you. 
she she said she had, I had to go check out I had to go check out um Cilio. I said thanks mom appreciate it. <laughs> oh man, she's great. And I agree with you man. You know as as our as our folks and our parents are getting older man, it's a heaven walk they're looking for now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the same lady. <laughs> hey, my grand, when her grandkids is not the same lady I grew up with. I'm telling you. Isn't that fun? Hey, you know what? I was talking to um, I was talking to Jimmy last night. I go, you know that guy you talk like on TV, dude. I mean, you know that's not you. He goes, well, what do you want me to do? I go, no, I just can't believe how soft you are now. <laughs> I go, I find it really funny and comical how soft you are on TV. I mean, you're grab and with guys and, you know, hey, I'm telling you, we go on a trip one time, Barrett. We go, we had to fly into Philly and drive in, because back in the day, you had to drive, fly into, you had to fly into Pittsburgh to go into Morgantown. So we're in Pittsburgh eating, Alonzo Highsmith and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or, or, uh, I think High's now with the Seahawks now. And so... Uh, we're sitting in there, man. We're saying some shit. We're grab ass, and Jimmy comes walking down. You son of a bitches, shut your faces. This is a business trip. I don't want to hear anything. I'll send your asses home on a donkey. We're all going like this, and he's looking at the freshman. He goes, and that means everyone. He looked over at me and Highsmith, and I went like this. I didn't say anything. He looked over at me. He goes, holy shit. And this guy that's on TV right now, that ain't the same dude, man. <laughs> That guy was vicious, man. He was a no dude. His mom, I think. Wait a minute. His pop died. He's from around this area. No, no, no. He's, he's from um, he's from Texas, Jimmy. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's no, from no, Texas. No, no, no. Highsmith. So get oh, Highsmith is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get this. So like his his dad died. Jimmy's at practice the next day. I go, what up? Because I know we're winning game. I go. This guy didn't, dude. This guy don't believe in sending Christmas cards. He don't believe in birthday cards. He thinks they're gimmicks. You take, you know, ask Troy Aikman about Christmas cards, man. He said it last year on the. He goes, I learned my lesson about that guy. <laughs> no, Jimmy don't believe in Santa. Or none, uh, no, none of that, man. It was, <laughs> dude, man. It was, it was. He was pretty. He was a pretty strict dude. And this guy that's on TV now, I go like I said to him on like on Monday. I go, man, that ain't the same guy, man. Well, hey, bro, um, I'm looking at the stream. You know, Thank you, Michael. Mike, appreciate it, man. Hell, man, you're going to pay for my gasoline here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I filled up the other day. It was 105. I was like, hey, man, man thank you. That was so the cheap much. stuff, All right. too. So, well, which hey, one hey, of these? So, look what? at Derek. I, I see on the stream people talking about Derek Barnett. Well, did you guys Are hear they going to resign him? him? I mean, I, I don't think he has a choice but to resign back with him. I mean, I thought he was going to get some money in the open market because, you know, that's usually, you know, one, one person trash is another person's treasure. And I thought maybe, you know, that, you know, that would influence him to um, go somewhere else. But I guess nobody's really – because, I mean, I'm looking at the free agency list. He's not a guy that everybody's looking up right now. So um, he's not being entertained. I think he went somewhere. Um, and, and Is he a 17th pick for the Eagles? No, I think he was like 13th. He was the 13th, so he's a first-rounder. Oh, no question. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you know, the year he came out, he had broke um, Mr. White's um, sack record at Tennessee. Thank you, M. He was that dude. <laughs> he was that dude, man. 99 so, cents. I love it. Look at this guy, man. 
You hey, you act like Howie. <laughs> you, you, you act like how, next to them two guys up top, man. You look like Howie. <laughs> yeah, one team's Miami and the other teams, you know. <laughs> yeah, right here. Watch this. The red guy is the Dolphins. No, no, no. The, the red guy. No, the red guy is Cleveland. Cleveland, okay. And then the and then the orange guy is, Miami. Uh, is the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Embraeus, he he's the Eagles. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hey thank you very much though what watch this, it, man. No he, uh, adding to the pile is great we appreciate it but um right. yeah there is a possibility he does come back but why why because what you then do this okay so your 2017 pick doesn't get on a second contract well that's that's a howie check yep yep look what i did Look what I did. And I brought him back. And I got him for cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Look what I did. You know I'm he wants him back because it's his first rounder, but at his price. And now that he sees there's no market for him. He can lowball him. He can lowball him. And that's how you do business, though, dude. Tell, help me out here again. I'm just trying to figure out the eagle way. Well, I mean, I, I, you, you see it up close and personal. You sign this kid back, and maybe he learns how to, you know, stop, you know, getting penalties. And I mean, he could be a pretty good player, you know, if, if he if he had his head screwed on straight for the majority of the game. A lot of the times he makes boneheaded mistakes, and those boneheaded mistakes cost him. It cost him a lot, man, because it was in crucial situations where he would get a penalty. You keep drives going. You just can't do that, man. But he has some skills. He has some talent, man. You know, he just didn't. He didn't too many games didn't though. Bear, what I don't, I don't see him on a stat sheet. And there lies the problem, also. Yes, exactly. You know, too many at times. But he was still the leading sack getter on the team the last three years, four years. Twenty. He's only twenty five. <laughs> you drafted him in the first round, and there's no market for this guy. Wow. Right. Right. That is. Right. So right now, think about it. Okay. So, Barnett, right now. If you had to redraft him, was he a fifth rounder? Barnett, Derek yeah. Barnett, first rounder. No, no, no. If you drafted him today, oh, you draft. Oh, no. If you draft him today, he'd probably be around third. He'd be a third or fourth. So how we how we overdrafted him? No, at the time he was he that's he was that work man. He he came in game ready. He worked with Chuck Smith. Uh, you know Chuck. Yeah. You know he worked with him. You know, like his last two years of his career. Former Bengal uh, dude. No, no. Yeah, yeah, he was. Atlanta also. Atlanta. Yeah. But he um he taught him all the pass rushing moves. I mean, he was he was instantly ready to come into the league and have an out, you know, a, a, just an, an all-star career, an outbreak, you know, of, of of talent. You know, everybody was like, Oh, this guy's gonna be so good because you watch him in practice and he's doing all these NFL pass rushing moves to these college guys. Well, those college guys were okay. The NFL guys are real. So yeah. he had to reteach himself how to do those same co um, college pass rushing moves that were NBA, I mean, NFL ready in the NFL. And those guys are a little bigger than he was, and they used to grab on and latch on to him. It wasn't until the last, you know, year and a half that he started getting better as a pass rusher. You know, so he had, like I said, yeah, Marcus J, he had six sacks in 2019. Give me a grade on his career so far 
in Philly. C. C. Not a C plus, but a C. Not a, a C minus. C for a first C. rounder. A C for a first rounder. Yeah, C. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't get my value out of it then. Well, no, I mean, but I I must admit, I thought it was a good pickup by Howie. It was a major need for the Eagles. They hadn't had any pass rush. They still don't have any pass rush, but they didn't have enough pass rush opposite of, of anybody, Brandon Graham or anybody. So he was the guy that, you know, was supposed to be the heir apparent. He was supposed to be the next uh, Reggie White. That's what they, you know, built him up as. That's what I saw. They wow. they built him up in Ooh, Philly. Yeah. As the next you guys are tough. Guy. They put D minus F. I know. I see F. <laughs> I see Z. I see <laughs> D minus. And really? Barrett's going C. I don't know. You <laughs> yes. know F. Philly point five is like F. <laughs> Call me a hater. I'm just I'm a, hey, I'm just asking questions here. <laughs> I'm with P for penalties. Sean McCaffrey for pillow. <laughs> he would hit you with a pillow. <laughs> he broke Reggie White's sack records at Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Yes, what okay. He did. Well, that's always great in college. Ask Barrett what that means to him. Absolutely nothing. You mean <laughs> what you did in college meant nothing Zero. to me. Not a, not a thing, man. F. Look at Barrett. These people are pretty rough on your boy here. Bro, they put F minus minus. That's you can't get any worse than that. What was it? What was what yeah, you can get cut. <laughs> <laughs> Trust but me. Now, you know, even though they signed him last year, they gave him uh, the, the fifth year option and, and paid him 10 million, like 10.5 million last 10 year. million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he made 10 million last year. So he you know, made 10 million dollars last year with two sacks. Right, and 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 there lies the problem. That's why, you know, when you when you look at him making ten million, but you look at Fletcher Cox, and Fletcher two. Cox had well, he's going he was going to get paid that, but he got paid fourteen. Yeah, that's a win in Howie's book. So if he signs, if he signs back Barnett less than what fair market value is, he has done his job. Tell me you this, know? Barrett. Tell me this, and 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 educate me on it. Why are we? Why are why 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 is this so financially this money here, this money here? And it's so much more about not just gathering good players, it's draft choices over here. It's just not it doesn't feel like you're all in. It feels like you're a penny pitching business. Like I want to get the maximum. You got to prove it to me before I give you your money. You 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 quite haven't proven it yet. Go out and market. You're really not building from the idea of the eyeball test. This guy's not good. Cut his ass. Right. <laughs> that, Patriots. That's it right there. Yes. Cut yes. his ass. Yeah. Stop. Like the Jalen the Jalen Rager scenario, to me, is the prime example of the, how the Eagles waffle in that front office on any other team. Jalen Rager would have been fired going into last year. Yes, exactly. But because there's a face-saving element in the organization, they string them along. Roster spot, salary, cap, Barnett, salary, cap. I mean, and then let me give a hometown cooking deal to Malata. 
Let me get Dickerson. Let me get a line. I just, it doesn't seem that it's like this. Strategic like the Rams. Look at the Rams. Let's go get Von Miller's ass, and we'll pay the consequences after the year. Let's go get OBJ. We'll pay for the consequences after that. Let's sign this guy to this contract here. We'll pay the consequences. We'll give up all of our first rounders. Man, I can't think when the Rams have a first rounder again. Right. But do they care? No. No, they, they want a Super Bowl doing it exactly. with that mentality. Exactly. Look at the Buccaneers, what they do. Get Brady in the building, everyone comes back again. <laughs> am, am I wrong, man? I mean, you know, again, I don't. I, I do not want to come. I'm just asking questions here that this, this organization – they say they're all in, and I read Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascal, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Sanders, which me leads me to believe that here's Howie, all in on the draft. And again, it allows him to have three years of equity and developing these players. And then we're in the Barnett well, there it story is. There again. It is. There it is. I'm gonna tell you the truth, Dan. When you look at when you look at Everything they they tried to run it back in 2018 from what they did in 2017, so they they drafted from I mean they they basically paid in house people a whole lot of money to stick around to try to run it back again, become a Super Bowl champion. But it ended up going downhill, you know. Number one because of um, you know Wentz's health, and you know that they thought Foles could come back and do it again. He couldn't. And it was tough. They made it to the playoffs. But then after that, they try to run it again. And there you go, these contracts that are, you know, elongated into, you know, guys not even being on the team, but getting paid even though they're not on the team. So now we're in um now we're in a in a, in a position where we have three first rounders. So Howie's thinking, all right, I did pretty good in the draft last year. Now we're going into this year. I got three first rounders. I can build a team. That's what I do. I build teams. I built a championship team in 2017. I got the coach here. I got the team here. I put these guys together. I want a Super Bowl. Well, let me show you how good I am again. I got the coach here. I have the players here, the players that I like. I got three first rounders. I'm going to show you that I'm going to do it again and put this team together and win a Super Bowl again. Not because of what everybody thinks I should do. You know, I don't need to go out and get these, these big-time contract players. I'm going to do it my way. Watch me do it my way. And that's what he's doing. I'm you know doing what, it my but, way, not your way, but, my way. But, Barrett, you know what it sounds like to me? The colleges that talk about winning the recruiting wars. Yes, yes. This is all pie-in-the-sky stuff. Draft choices here, draft choices there. Okay? Okay, drafting over here, you know, we're going to draft at this position here. I mean, that's when you hear guys going, we had a top 10 recruiting class. And you're like, two of those guys will be a superstar player for most places if you're not Alabama, okay? You're right. lucky <laughs> in a class of 20, which is normal, right? There, 20 yep. is usually a recruiting class. If you get half those guys as starters, and then you get two or three guys that turn out to be superstar players for you, you're lucky. You're, and so it's the same thing with the draft. How he's got 10 picks, okay? Three of those guys are going to pan. That's the league average. Yep. So that means this. For the next three years, how he's going to land on three dudes that matter. And I'm looking here. 
And again, Barrett, where's the gamble? Just, just again, you could call it. When I point things out, you know, I guess this is what controversial is because you're telling the truth. When I put these names on paper, I wrote, when I wrote them down, I had to go back and look at the depth chart for the Eagles to make sure I was correct. And I looked at this and I went, <laughs> Devontae Smith, rookie contract. Quiz yep. Watkins, a late round pick contract. Yep. Zach Paschal, 94 out of 100 receivers or whatever the hell it was. And Jalen Rager was rated ahead of him. Dallas Goddard, probably the guy. Because whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I, I, you snuck that by me. Say it again. Jalen Rager is ranked ahead of who? Zach Pascal? Jalen Rager was ranked ahead of uh, Zach Pascal. Wow. According to Pro Football Focus, not Dan Cilio's uh, ranking. <laughs> no, no, because I don't want to come off like that. And I, I'm, I'm, because we're all saying we believe the team's going to improve. I actually do too. The most, the most money that they've spent. Barrett, um, improving the offense and who your weapons are going to be is Goddard last year when they gave him the extension. Damn. Look at the money they're not spending, is my point. You're not spending any money on Devontae. You're not spending any money on Watkins. You're not spending any money on Zach Pascal. You're not. You're spending some money on Dallas Goddard. Miles Sanders, I bet you he don't make a million bucks. No, at this point, his backup makes more than he does. Boston Scott makes more than he does. <laughs> well, where's the gamble? There is no gamble, but you know, just how like- do you improve? And here, Barrett, when the Cowboys went and got Amari Cooper, they gave a first round draft choice up and restructured his contract. If you remember right from the yep. Raiders. Yep. And that took off fine. He took off both with the idea financially where he was going to go. And he also took off numbers wise. It elevated him to get an opportunity to get in the conversation for that big deal he just signed, okay? Absolutely. Well, if you think so much, Jalen, why aren't the Eagles going all in on Devontae Adams or trying to find somebody of that elk? Allen, here, let's go down a bit. How is Allen Robinson? Why can't you sell the same thing? Look what Amari did for – um. you know what? I'm probably talking to – to nobody here because there's no way I mu- I must be sounding. Tell me if stop me from sounding like an idiot because this is something Howie would never do. Even though Amari Cooper was out there, Allen Robinson was out there. Um, you had numerous dudes. I mean, Tariq Hill was obviously out there too. Go to Pro Football Talk. All teams were informed. Okay. I mean, yeah, King. You got a guy. <laughs> Rated wise, rated, rated. Okay, so 007 says the Calvin Wrigley would. Well, it didn't pan out. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, man. (laughs) Somebody worse than Rager. (laughs) He's doing this. I'm not. He's doing this. Yo, that is the bro. Just just, that put everything in perspective. That put everything in perspective. Because at this point, you're talking about a guy that, you know, couldn't get out of his own way. And we just went out a guy that got a guy that's worse than him. Now, I know, you know, on, on paper, that's the way it looks. And I know with pro football focus, you know, you, you're basically dealing with somebody else's um, uh, metrics on, you know, what they feel this guy's ranked just by what their metrics say. You know, and I know it's a different thing. You know, some guys pass the eye test, some guys don't. I've seen guys go out there and, 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 
balled out, you know, and, 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 you know, like for instance, I had an offensive line coach um, and he would, you know, he would, you know, he would grade us differently. You know, I, I had a, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my goodness. What is his name? Bill Callahan. Now Bill Callahan, he wanted everything done his way. So you could go out there and use his technique and get your ass kicked. And it'd be a plus because you used his technique, but you just got your ass kicked. But then I had a coach like Russ Graham. And he said, just get the job done. So you can go out there and do a triple flip, a triple Lundy or whatever it is, and block a guy, and you get a plus for it. He didn't care anything about you doing it. Just get the job done. That's two different metrics on how you look in, at, at a player and you grade a player. So I understand all that. But when I look at Zach Pascal, he looks the part. It looks like Tarzan. But I don't want any more James. You look at J.J. Ardeca Whiteside. Looks like Tarzan. You see the guy with his shirt off, bro? He looks like he can go out there, dog, and 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 run and 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 catch and everything else when he's got shorts on. Get him in the game. I don't know where he is. I, I forget he's on the field. Hey, dude, I'm gonna pass on the Zach Pascal uh, press conference today going on with the Eagles. I just it's all you know, right Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna pass on that. And by the way, Philly point five zero, Jalen. To me, it's rigor mortis. Okay, <laughs> you can call him whatever you want to call him. I'm gonna call him Jalen Stiff, and I'm. Dude, it's pronounced Jalen Rigamortis. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'll pass on to Zach Paschal's uh, press conference today. Uh, yeah, hey, so wait, what, can you imagine? Watch this, Barrett. So, so Zach, what do you, what, what, what do you think your impact's going to be on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles this year? Well, I'm hoping to contribute and, you know, improve my numbers and my place from 94th in the NFL to, like, maybe uh, 88th. And um, I'm hoping, like, you know, that, you know, me and Jalen really have a great relationship and finding each other. I know that, you know, uh, I'm the third guy. So hopefully I get some looks eventually as we get a little better. Because, you know, I heard Brooks on with Cilio in the middle saying that Jalen's going to be an improved quarterback. I'm hoping he finds me going on a slant somewhere. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I can fix Parrot's mic. I, I can promise you that. <laughs> Man, you look at you look at Jalen Rager, and I mean, who's to say he's not going to come out and have a, a great year? You can't get much worse than you saw last year. I mean, and at least at least you yeah, got to look yeah, at it from that step. You can't get worse than that, bro. You cannot. You, you absolutely can't get worse than what the, you saw Jalen Rager be last year. You can only get better. And I think it was a confidence thing that really made him that way. Maybe the kid gets some confidence. I don't know. I mean, I think he's afraid to get hit. You think that? Yeah. I didn't think that was it, man. I just didn't think he just knew what the hell he was doing out there. Well, I'll tell you what. He's got alligator arms every time someone's near him, man. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, man. Hey, I, look. I, he's got these arms that sit here like this. Catches a ball like <laughs> Hey, Hey, well, look at this, man. You know, I, I, if I get knocked on, off my feet, you know, I'm going to fall on my face because I can't put my hands out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Which one of these guys has a breakout year then? Which one of who? Hold on. I want receivers? To... <laughs> the receivers? Running backs? I don't know. Hey, who. man, you don't, you, you're no owl sitting on a tree right, right. You're getting through feathers, <laughs> brother. Who? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Oh man! I'm 
I'm going to tell you who I think has a breakout year, okay? We'll do that on the other side. Barrett Brooks, Dan Silly. I'll keep it here on the middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks, Dan Silio. By the way, Barrett, you're going to like this. Next two days on the afternoon show, um, the National Football Show. I got Warren Moon today, and then on Friday I got Bruce Arians. You gotta, you gotta ask uh, Warren Moon about Malik Willis, man. As far as size, you know, because they, they're kind of comparable to the same size, man. I, I want to know his take on as he watched any film on this guy. He has, I know. Yeah, he 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 talks to a lot of these young quarterbacks that go into the draft. I guess they reach out to him a lot. Right. And, you know, he was the guy, get this, he was the guy that suggested to Lamar Jackson, don't run a 40 at the combines and don't run a 40 at your pro day. Because what they'll do, they'll do to you what they did to me. They'll make you and try to ask you to play another position. And if you don't want to do that, don't do that. I didn't have the options that you do today. Right. And Warren, I've known Warren Moon 30 years and we are very good friends. And Warren told me, that every team, when he had a pro day at Washington, University of Washington, 
that over 90% of the teams wanted him to play flanker or wide receiver and wanted him to run. He refused. That's why he went to Canada. And it was clearly because he was a black quarterback and they didn't want to give him a chance. So he goes up there. He wins those five CFL championships with the Eskimos. Wow. And then turns around and throws for 69,000 yards um, in the (laughs) NFL. I mean, think of that. You know, you talk about the guy who's with the overall numbers. I mean, if you put Warren Moon's numbers together, I don't know. In an era back then where you hit the quarterback like you hit the quarterback, oh, yeah, Warren Moon yeah. played until he was 44 years of age, dude. I mean, Come on, man. I have great – Highsmith played with him with the Oilers, and he – I just have great respect for that guy because he's pride, character, all that thing, and – he was told, hey, you're black. And he goes, what's that got to do with me playing quarterback? And can you imagine that today, man? I mean, I mean, can you imagine being told? I mean, and you see sometimes different prisms, right? Barrett, you face it. I don't. And I don't want to go into some political thing, but me, I just show up, go play football. I don't have to worry about any of that. You, have, you have, Imagine having the element you're black into the equation of your position. I, I find that. So appalling that, you know, I just want to play, dude. Exactly. Exactly. And, and to not have the opportunity just because you're uh, black. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's almost, you got a predisposition, you know, and and that's BS, bro. I mean, at the end of the day is, is whether, and, and, and just because your color, you thought of somebody that's not smart enough to play a position, bro, I might've whooped somebody's ass back then. I would have made it to the NFL. Marina, Marina, right. Bill Polian told Lamar Jackson, you'll never make it in this league if I you remember don't that. change a position. You know what I would tell Bill Polian? Did you ask uh, Tim Tebow to try out at halfback? Right. Exactly. I bet you they didn't do that. Okay. And double hey, he should have played halfback. Dude, you he should have. Right, right. He, he should have. But, but nine years ago. Exactly. Not, exactly. you know, and so like, yeah, and I'm friends with Doug Williams. Can you imagine that though? Hey, dude, one th- last thing on Doug Williams. So Doug Williams is going to break the all-time uh, passing record for college football for yardage, right? He's going into his senior year. You know what the NCAA did so they could maintain the records for a white guy? What's they that? made Grambling, a Division One AA team, a senior year, so it didn't count against the wow. numbers. Wow. And they changed it to one double A. So when 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 Doug left, he still made all American first team. They, they couldn't stop him, but uh they made it one double A. Because they didn't want him to pass. I think it was John Reeves' record or something like that. That's just to show you a little bit of where we've come from to where we are today. When you look at the highest paid guys in the league today, that's a great thing because you know what? Barrett, I would never want you, hey, watch this. I would never want to. I look at swimming, those country club sports that I see on the Olympics sometimes. I laugh at it because I go like this. Man, if there ain't no brothers in the game, I ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to I be in a sport that is inclusive to everyone. Bro, you know, I, so, I, I, I so many never want to be in a country club sport where I'm playing polo with 100 white guys. Well, bro, I mean, just, just little things, man, like um, – you look at what's going on, you know, in, in, you know, in swimming. And I know, you know, people don't want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But the guy gets a sex change. Now he's a girl and he's competing with women. Uh, How do you feel about that? You know, at, at this point, but there's, there's a woman from um, Africa who is born a woman, but can't compete with women. That's of her testosterone levels. Yeah. Because of her testosterone levels. 
she's a legit woman. You know what I'm saying? Not, no, no, let me rephrase that. It's not a legit woman. She was born a woman and can't compete. This guy was born a man, became a woman, and he can compete. See, how, how see, see now wait. You're coming from a father of three daughters, and I'm coming from a father of a daughter. And I'm going to tell you this. I'd have a problem with a dude competing against my daughter because that'd be a problem for me. You're a dude, man. Bear, what's the difference of me saying this? Well, I want to identify myself as being black. I don't I'm, know. Julio, you're not. Oh, well, the, you know, I mean. I don't know. That ain't a girl know. either. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you can go out in the sun, you can tan, but you're still you're, you're still an Italian. <laughs> yeah. I, I, as a matter of fact, I would wipe that out. My <laughs> occasion, I put other Italian. I, I used to write in Italian. Jerome would go, he tell, I tell you this, man. He say all the time, Jerome Brown would go like this, brother, white guys don't run that fast. And I'd be sitting there going, hey, What's man, I'm just saying, man? But that's that real, though. So she can't compete. But, you know, this individual can compete. You know, And I have, I have, I have, I have no problem with No, no, no. Like, I, you, know woman sucks about, hey, Barrett, you know what sucks about this argument? Everybody in America should have an opportunity to be whoever they want to be in this life. And if you're Absolutely. gay, if you're transsexual, if you're this or that, dude, and I have no problem with that. But women's sports have struggled so hard to get where they are, to try to get a place on the sports page and try to keep elevating the WNBA, all of this. And then when you put the politics part of this in it, it is a massive problem for me because it, you know what, man? You're a dude. Yes. I don't care how you look at that. You can't change that fact. You're a and dude. Let me, let me roll in. I don't know where we went into that thing, but I love it. <laughs> But I was just, I was just, I was just, I was looking at that man, and and, and 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 it was bugging me, man, because you know, I mean, she was born a woman, she should be able to compete. I, it doesn't matter how much yeah, testosterone or anything. What is else she, she like? Has. A distance? She's like a mid-distance runner, right? I right, I, I know who right. you're talking about. She she's right. got like high levels of uh, testosterone. Yes, yes. So and, you want to take testosterone therapy? But, yeah, but it, it, she takes, you know, that therapy, and it causes cancer to some people. You know, I mean, that's medical. You know, that's that's something that's medical. That why would she want to, you know, give her body that? Her body is doing what her body is naturally doing. It's not taking away. Uh, you know, she didn't take away anything or add anything. It's just way her body consists of what it consists of. So it's it's putting out those hormones that that her body feels comfortable with doing. He has to take hormones to 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 to, to become more uh, feminine. You know what I'm I, don't, I don't even want to tell you what my wife said if, her, if our daughter was beat by a dude. I might, I'm going to leave my wife out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, so you know, my daughter completely disagrees with me too. Uh, she probably does. You know, uh, I mean, yeah, there'll be people that people would you know disagree with with, with my stance also. But you know, it just means people are just people are saying what they say, and that's you know that's it, man. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, so, I just, you just got to be held accountable for it, though. That's all. You got to be held accountable for it. You know. What I say, I'm a, I'm holding myself accountable for. It. You know what I mean? That's like Cilio getting a tan last week and winning Black Man of the Year. <laughs> oh, king, King, King. I, I'm the ultimate brother now. I'm going to come on here with tan tomorrow. I'm going to be the ultimate brother. Oh, my goodness. Nice I mean, job, Brooks. 
Nice job, here. Brooks. You started our show off with a screwed up mic, and here we are. I don't even know where now. <laughs> but wait, I tell people all the wait, time. Wait a minute. We, we went from Quez Watkins to the dude from Penn winning a swim meet because he's a dude in a chair. I, I don't know. But, bro, I'm just saying, man. Why don't you just, just take us over? I just say what, you know, you know, say what comes from me. No, I just had a problem with it. I had a problem with it, you know, I, I you know, because, I mean, both should be able to run whatever they want to run, bro. So, I mean, because I don't, I don't have a problem with a girl coming and playing football. I'm going to hit your ass just like you was – you know, Mr. White, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna choke, I'm gonna choke shit out of you too, you know. So it doesn't make it doesn't make a difference to me, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be I, no, no, no. I, I, you know, I, I, trust me, it is what it is. You may get the best of me. The reason why I stopped playing soccer, the only reason why I stopped playing soccer, dog, that I played, you know, when I was younger, I played in this co-ed league and I was running, I was playing fullback, and a girl came up and she missed the ball and she kicked my shin. I had shin guards on and it split my shin guards, the shin guards cut my shin. And I said, you know, from that point on, I'm not playing anymore. It hurt. And I didn't play another game after that. Not a one. That was my last game I played right then and there. Damn, some soccer, soccer guy, some soccer guy turned Barrett off. <laughs> no, no, a girl kicked me. It was a girl that kicked me. Yeah, a girl kicked me. And she kicked me so hard, it split my shin guard. And the shin guard cut me. I said, from that point on, I'm not doing it anymore. I, I stopped playing. That was the last game of the season, though. But I didn't. I didn't sign up for the next season because I couldn't quit. My mom would. She wouldn't let me stop playing if it was the you know like mid season or something. You know, How about you started, you gonna do it. You gonna do How it. How about this one? Kyrie Irving wins. Was that Kyrie Irving wins? Wins what, what happened? Uh, New York. Oh. New York's dropped their uh, vaccination mandate today, and so, so he's Kyrie playing at home gets to play at home now. Damn and it! So Kyrie wins in the end this guy played half half the games this year got paid full money told you to go stick it with the vaccinations and now he gets to play in the playoffs with and get, do you really if you're the sixers do you want to play the nets in the no. opening round and, and the boy ben is ben is gonna be back at the end of the month well it's almost the end of the month next so week. you get simmons kyrie irvin and you get kd Facing the Sixers, and with Curry facing the Sixers because they're probably going to be down there in the eight hole. Leave, leave me alone, Dan. Leave me alone, Dan. <laughs> leave me alone, man. Uh, hey. I don't want to talk about that, Dan. Bro, I don't want to. I, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to look at that Nets team, man. What's Nobody this wants to opening round for the Sixers, the Nets. Good night. right. You know, but you know, I think it, it might it might be Miami. Well, let's hope it's Miami, or let's hope it's. Uh, you know, we don't want to see them first to start it off. You know who I think the best team in the East is? It's the Celtics. They've been playing well. They've been playing well, man. They've definitely been playing well. And I thought they were all out. You know, I thought Brown and those guys, would they couldn't play together. Well, they're playing together now. But all these teams are getting hot at the right time. This is where this is where playoff basketball gets generated. This is where it all starts, man. Miami's going downhill. The Celtics are going uphill. I mean, you know, even the Timberwolves are going uphill, bro. So, I mean – you got to come to play these days. You know, this is going to be it, – it switched from being out west to now the east is where the ballers are, man. This is where – it's going to come out of the east this year. Even even with even with what's going on up there, you know, with, 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 uh, with, with you know, look at Phoenix. They doing all right. You look at, uh, you know, the Golden State Warriors. They looking all right. But I think the champion is going to come out the east again. Oh, I do too. It's either going to be Milwaukee, Boston – um, or the Sixers. 
I, I, I do. I think the Sixers are in the conversation. All right. There's a chance. What? I said there's a chance. All right, here. Which one of these stars on the Eagles are going to have a breakout year, in your opinion? Not the quarterback included. Uh, I think this is the year that Miles Sanders becomes the back that we draft him to be from out of Penn State. Thousand yards. <clears throat> Thousand yard rusher. Totally changed on how you look at it. Was he on pace to get a thousand before he got injured? Yes. Yes, okay. he was. So let's just take a look. I want to I want to show you something here. So you think I appreciate, he's I appreciate that 007, but bro, he's actually right. Gainwell in the slot could come up. He, he could be a Wells Wecker type of guy. But I mean, just get the ball in his hands, man. You know, yes, he plays running back, but you know, it seems like all those Memphis backs can catch, man. All of them can. So Sanders has a thousand yards rushing. Yep. How many yards does Dallas Goddard get? Uh, oh, it's, it's his 55th birthday too. Hey, 007. Happy 55th. How many? I think 11 yards. Too much shit. He let him. <laughs> Happy 55th. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, um, you know, and, and that you, you're right, I'm man. If, if you look what? at uh. If you look at it, Gainwell in the slot. Who's Gainwell? Kenneth Gainwell plays. He got drafted running back, man. Pretty good. Pretty good. I think he's going to be all right. But he's one of those guys that play every single position as far as an offensive weapon. Gainwell, Watkins, Zach Pascal, and Devontae Smith are now. He's added. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, he does, no, he does play. He he does play. They can't put him in the slot. You know, look at all those guys that uh that are that are out of um Memphis. You know, they they've all had opportunities to play out their receiver. And they said Gainwell was the best running back out of all of them. So you know, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dallas Goddard, how many yards? Dallas gets a thousand. What? I think Dallas. Uh, gets- uh, oh, okay. So we have a thousand yard back. And now a thousand yard tight end. Okay. Yes. And How a thousand yard receiver. Is Zach Pascal at a press conference today. How many does he get? Uh, right along where he's been getting a little under five hundred yards. Four hundred. Oh, four, I'm sorry, my fault. Four hundred. <laughs> four hundred. Yep. Yep. Four hundred. All right. Quez. Quez gets probably around seven. Seven. Yes. Um, how many does Devontae get? Well, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna be the thousand yard receiver. Okay, so be a thousand. Oh, there you go. Appreciate hey, it, man. You too. You know what? You've been on my ass a little bit too. What a- oh, <laughs> thank you for the money though. Hey, wait a minute. I changed my opinion. <laughs> I changed my opinion. Thank you. Yes. So 1200? Uh no, right around eleven hundred, right around eleven hundred yards. The the yards are piling up. We might be at that four hundred, that four thousand, man. Hold on here. So Goddard will have a thousand. Um, Devante have a thousand. There's two thousand. Pascal will have about four hundred. Four hundred. There's twenty four hundred yards. Yep. <laughs> you gonna sprinkle? You got to sprinkle in a little bit from everywhere else. You got to sprinkle in. Um, who else could that's well, Pascal? Gainwell. Gainwell, Gainwell have about five, five, six hundred receiving. 
you're a little bit away from that. <laughs> hey, you're about 1,600 yards. I'm, where, where's the other 1,600, dog? I'm thinking about it, man. I'm thinking about it, man. I mean, you know, they're going to mix Boston in a couple. Boston Scott days. for 300? Well, that's rushing, though. <laughs> oh, how many receiving yards will will um, Sanders have? Well, he'll probably right have right around about five or six hundred. Also, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> screen game, man. Screen game. Okay. Hey, I'm t- I'm taking your word, Omega. I'm taking your word here, man. I got you, brother. Oh man. Okay, so I'm at twenty nine hundred. <laughs> nine hundred left. You better start wow. digging, man. <laughs> right, right, right. Look, Jalen, where else, Jalen, where, where, what? Jalen hurts my throw the ball to himself. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like not at three here, man. I'm still at twenty nine hundred. We got like a little bit to go to four grand. Yeah, man. Yeah, wow. but then again, you said thirty seven hundred, so. See, I'm not as impressed with you. I'm not as impressed that you are with the 900 rushing yards. Well, that doesn't really win games. Well, he only runs in crucial situations, man. That's why I say it's going to be. But dynamic. that's part of his game, though, Barrett. Yeah, well, they're going to call more of those type of plays, I think, also. Okay. So. At the end of games is where it really, really makes a difference, you know, because that's a that's a dynamic that defenses, you know, if you're winning the game, you run the ball successfully, he can keep the chains moving. If you're losing the game, then it's not it's, it's a lot less effective. But understand this, you know, if they're in a situation where they have to pick up a crucial first down, his legs can get it. So that's why I say his game is going to go to another level because he's now seeing what it is to be a starter and, and go into a game and realize, you know, a lot of the times it's going to be on his back. And I know early in the season it was too much on his back, but then once things started, um, you know, evening out a little bit, you know, and, and, and then how they approached the game changed to a more run-oriented game, his production started getting better because he started knowing when to run, when not to run. Barrett, th- would you rather see this team start to move and look like what the Ravens do no. or what the 49ers do? 49ers. Because I want them to like that. The quarterback doesn't make any plays in the run game. Yes, and I want it to be um, that he doesn't – I don't want a lot of called run plays for him. Put it like that. I don't want a lot of call. I don't want a lot of – um, if it is going to be a run, I want a, a QB draw here and there. Um, you know, if you go run an option play, you know, run a, a real read option type of play and he keeps it. Those are the type of plays I want. I don't want him to go out there and we're going to run like they run, um, you know, Allen up in Buffalo. Allen, they play, they, they run, you know, counter trade with him. Yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be <laughs> a problem one day. Right, you can't run counter trade with your quarterback, you know. But imagine if he had a back. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So what if they go out and get that back from Williams from 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 Alabama? Another Alabama back coming up, big back, and that guy's he's a little fresher than the other backs because he only played his senior year. I'd like to have him with the Eagles. I would love him with the Eagles. Love him with the Eagles. See, I think they need another one back there, and I think they again. The problem that I have sometimes with the Eagle offense, it stalls in the red zone. Yep. 
And you know why it stalls in the red zone? It's because the quarterback is so centric on making a lot of plays in the run game. And I think that that holds them back sometimes inside that red zone, Barrett. And when you have like a LeGarrette Blunt, who's yep. got a nose for the end zone and you got, he has a nose for moving the chains. I think a lot of teams are great from 20 to 20. I think the special teams and the great, teams that go on and do things in the postseason are great in the red zone. When you have great red zone offense and you're unpredictable in the, in the red zone, that comes from the quarterback play. That doesn't come really from the quarterback play when it comes to running the ball. The Eagles get stopped in the red zone because all you got to do is stop Jalen. Yep, Jalen's the key. But when you can just turn around and hand it off, and you can turn around and hand it off with, uh, with that offensive line, man. Just, just let those guys up front take control and run it downhill. And with a back like that, I thought I was going to lose a lot of confidence in you today because of the mic. (laughs) (laughs) I made it happen, though. Oh, no, you did. Now, now what happens in the Baird Brooks house with equipment that now is obsolete to your use and what you're doing right now? Like, what, what will you do? To me, I save my stuff. I'm a pet rack. I, I, I save all my stuff. I put it probably back in the box and such. Will that be now down somewhere in the um, in the garage? Will that be put away? Will you sell it? Will you do what will you do? Will you take it apart? You know what? I'm, I'm probably going to take it apart and I'm just going to throw it away. I'm, I'm starting to do that now. I'm starting to throw it because I, I, my garage is starting to look like a pack rack garage. So I'm, I got to throw stuff away. So I'm starting to throw things away. Especially like I might cut the cord. Like I cut the cord off this. I have this um this one of these um machines, those you know, they do everything. I cut the cord off and threw the machine away because I I I'm always needing a cord for something. So that's what I do now. So I've been going out, I've been throwing stuff away. If I don't need it, I throw it away. Like I used to keep these crown right um royal bags. I used to keep these all the time. Now I throw it away. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Bags? Bags. <laughs> <laughs> Crown Royals, good drink, huh? Yes, yes. Crown. Well, my my drink is seven and seven. Secret seven and seven up. That's my drink of choice. But I've been, you know, kind of turning into a guy. You know, I drank Crown for a little bit, but I just I like this stateside vodka. Stateside vodka, baby. (laughs) With that, with that, don't forget to join me later on this afternoon, 4 to 6 Eastern. I got Warren Moon on with me. Oh, yes, his stateside vodka will be a proud sponsor of us this afternoon. Barrett Brooks back tomorrow in the middle. Brother, I love you, man. I will see you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for going and doing what you did yesterday. I thank you. Till then, we'll see you on the flip side. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just... 
disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.